With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Certainly hope you can join us tonight for full coverage right here on SEN of BBL Season 13, the final between the Brisbane Heat and the Sydney Sixers at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Our coverage starts at 7 o'clock for our Sydney listeners, 6 p.m., for our Brizzy listeners, and then the match 15 minutes after that. Dougie Bollinger will be with me in commentary, and he's on the line. Morning, Doug. You ready to rumble? Mr. White, I miss you. I can't wait to see you tonight. <laughs> All right. I've got everything sorted, so I'm going to go out there early and make sure the commentary box is just as you like it, which is full of food, and that's about it. But, <laughs> but listen, let's get serious on this one, mate, because... Is that fat-shaming? Is that, is that shaming me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just a realist. <laughs> Get serious on this one. This this is one v two, and I, I'm really yeah. interested in the form line of. I, I think the one of the interesting parts here is the form line of these two teams, and the way that they've managed to get themselves to the end of this season in different directions, essentially, off the back of some Moses momentum for the Sydney Sixers, off the back of some Josh Brown, you know, fireworks for the Brisbane Heat, and here we have this great matchup in the final. How do you think it's going to play out? Hey, who would have thought, eh? Hey, it's been a humdinger of a... How good has the, IP, uh, the IPL, the Big Bash League, been this year with 10 less games? Crowds have been unbelievable. Attendances are up. TV uh, ratings are through the roof. So it's been really good, mate. Um, I've really enjoyed calling it with the amazing station of SEN Radio. Um, but uh, I'm going to have to stick with my sixes, mate. Just, I think... Travelling to Perth, winning so well to Perth, then going straight to the Gold Coast, winning, winning well there, and then they're at a final, you know, at the SCG, the home of cricket. Like, geez, they'd be pretty much favourites, wouldn't they, Whitey? Yeah, absolutely. And look, the Sixers have made a really big point about that as well. I had Josh Philippi on the program yesterday, and they do go back to continually saying, Dougie, you know, this is our home ground. We know this place really well. This is ours. This is ours. This is ours. It's, is, it, is that something of a smokescreen, you know, to try and throw out a message there? Or do you reckon that's something that they absolutely believe in? Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Who, you, especially going into Grand Final, you don't want to travel. You want to, you want to have a packed house at the SCG. The Wicked, the, I'm pretty sure the Wicked will suit um, the Sixers very well. But I think for both teams as well, I'm going to say that with especially Aussie players coming in and out, you get the likes of Stephen Smith, Barnes, Usman. They've had those kind of distractions, a couple of washouts. They've had those kind of distractions uh, through the BBL season this year. And they've actually come through really, really well and unscathed. They've, they've clicked on when they've needed to. You know, the Sixers have had a few tight games that they've won, but... Um, both teams have actually adapted really, really well. So it's a, it's a credit to both teams. All right. The Brisbane Heat. We know what yeah. happened the other night. Um, they obviously missed out on the chance of going straight through to the final. They were beaten in the qualifier by Sydney. But then they have to go to the challenger and they put on a show against the Adelaide Strikers with a very clear message that we're going to take on the spinners. What did you see when you watched that the other night? I mean, Josh Brown 
I mean, his story told itself. But what did you see in the attitude of the Brisbane Heat? Hey, there was an attitude in there. They just came out and played their game. Um, looked like a very, like well, it was just plain and simple, very flat wicket. They must have sat on the roller on that for five days and just let it flatten out. No spin, and you know what? What, what do you do if you're the strikers? They've done so well in Perth. The ball spun, and the spin has done really, really well. But it was just um, the heat's night out, so. They played very well. They played as a team. And, you know, when you got someone like, you know, Jimmy Pearson on the sideline, you're going pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great game. But oh, I've got to stick with my sisters. Mm. Understand that Matt Renshaw will play tonight. Um, so I think we yep. can confirm that a little bit later on. Here's something that hasn't been spoken about a lot, Doug, and it's the captaincy issue. So Moses Sonriquez has been outstanding, especially in the last few games for the Sydney Sixers. Nathan McSweeney is still so young in his captaincy career, just a few games under his belt. And captaincy at T20 level is so important because things happen so fast. Do you think that the captaincy will play a part this evening? Uh, sure. I think, I think captaincy, I think you've just got to be, it's more likely, you, you know, Moses and probably young McSweeney, they've just got to get used to their bowls and how they bowl. Like, you know, Stephen O'Keefe, you know, the old veteran, he knows where his fields are. Moses knows how he's fielding. He knows where his field has got to be. So I think that's what makes Moses a really good captain. He just knows on the spot. He's on the spot. Very calm, very relaxed. And I think that's very good, especially with some of your bowlers, if you're bowling up front when you're getting pumped or even at the depth when you've got to really slow the, the pace around. Um, I think that really helps with your bowlers. And it's a good uh, message to have as a captain when you're relaxed and you can think on your feet. But... Um, I think McSweeney's a very, very good player. Player for the future. Um, I think he's got a very good head on him, and I think he's a phenomenal player. So let's watch out for him in the next five to six years, mate. Yeah. You just mentioned Stephen O'Keefe, so just what, just watch out whatever's backing around you there. I don't, don't want you to get squashed. Um, you just mentioned Socky, right? So we have a lot of fun with Sock. We know that he's a great personality, but the reality is that his cricketing career in Australia comes to an end tonight. We're going to farewell a club legend at the Sixers, no doubt about it, but an inspirational and quite a unique storyline that has been going for many, many years. He, you know, he he had it all there in front of him. He had his glitches along the way, but we're talking about one heck of a cricketer who will play his 103rd BBL match tonight. If he gets two for Doug, he'll end up with 100 BBL wickets. Try and summarise for me, Stephen O'Keefe, in your eyes. Good close friend of mine, legend. Love being around him. Full of energy. Um, very, very competitive. Wants to win. Wants everyone to do well. Very unselfish. And mate, you know what? Like, no, not everyone's an angel. You're going to have ups and flows when you're away nine, ten, eleven months of the year. Um, but it, it just shows the character of how you come back and how you handle yourself. And mate, he, he's everyone loves him. He's a wonderful fellow. I speak to him a lot. And you know, I'm in, in not a condescending way. I'm, I'm so proud of him, mate. You know, he's kind of the same background as me, Sydney's West, when there wasn't much going on and just took his opportunity. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for him. And hopefully after our call tonight, I can go down and have a beer with him. <laughs> All right, I'll come and join you. Good on you, mate. I'll see you out there tonight. Really looking forward to it. Thanks, Whitey. See you tonight, brother. Doug Bollinger uh, joining me in commentary tonight, joining us on the phone there. He's out working this morning, so I'll make sure that he's... Hydrated, refreshed, well-fed. Uh, it's funny, just before Christmas, I did a little uh, function here at SEN and we had Doug and Simon Kadich 
and the, you know, two former teammates, of course, know each other really well. And I said, isn't it interesting? The way that you guys played is exactly the way that they commentate too. Cat is very, you know, he's very um, specific, very rigid, you know, very thoughtful in his processes. And Dougie's exactly what you think. All arms and legs. You, you got to clear out some room in that commentary box. But Stephen O'Keefe tonight has the opportunity to go to 100 wickets, win a BBL championship to finish off. The nine test matches, of course, he ended up playing. Um, could have been a whole lot more. But when you pick your way through it, did you remember that Socky took 12 wickets in a test match against India, in India, back in 2017? And one of the quirks about that was that he ended up with the same figures in each innings. Six for 35 and six for 35. A remarkable performance. So he had a test career that started in 2014 where he made his debut against Pakistan in a test match against du- uh, played in Dubai. And then he played a couple in 2016 and then finished off in 2017. A test against Bangladesh would be his last test match. So that's a test career that spanned from 2014 to 17 and ended up with just the nine matches and 35 wickets. And of course, he's continued to just plug away. He's now 39 years of age. He could probably go again. I reckon next year, and it's going to be quite fascinating tonight to watch the crowd at the SCG in particular give him the love, because they will, but also what do the Brisbane Heat do against Sock? And and how does Moses Enriquez utilise his spinners after what the Heat and Josh Brown did in particular against the Adelaide Strikers spinners. Now, the Sixers will say to you, we're a different kettle of fish. And they're bang on on that. But do they go for broke again? Well, as one of our texters, Tony, pointed out, and having a crack at me saying, you know, what are, you, what, are they going to take the shine off the ball? It's 2020, mate. <laughs> attack is the only go. Yes, attack is the only go. But attack that they, the attack that they put on last in the Challenger against the Strikers the other night was very, very different to, I reckon, the attack that they'll try and take towards the spinners this evening. So many storylines. So many storylines to come out of tonight. It'll mean that for the first time in three years, the Scorchers won't be the champions. They've won back-to-back titles. The last two of their five coming in BBL 11 and BBL 12. So it means we'll have, it means we'll have either um, the Sixers on there or the Heat. It would be the Sixers' fourth BBL win. It would be the Heat's second. BBL final win. And it all comes your way tonight right here on SEN. 0457 736 736. Your text's coming up right here.